Hey, hello. Hey. Hello, everybody, and welcome. And welcome. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of the Last Ones In Podcast. I am Dry Archuleta, joined by E. Hello. And Robbie. In a new year. A new year. It's been like a whole, well, for you guys, it hasn't been a month. It's been a couple weeks. But it's been like a whole month since we've been in this room. Yeah. It's been many. It's- you can tell it's been too long because I'm still wearing my jacket. <laughs> and it's going to get hot as balls in here. I know everyone to. listening was worried about that. They're like, why is Robbie wearing his jacket? Yeah, yeah. they were like, they saw it somehow in their <laughs> mind's eye, and they just knew. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of which, I actually really like E's shirt. It's a neat shirt. It is. Well, what's so great about that shirt also <laughs> is it happens to be the logo for his and Dion's channel, D&E Doodles. Yeah, Ooh. where you can watch us doodle. Yeah, and they talk about things. Mostly and they got merch doodles. now. No. No. <laughs> merch for only us, yeah. Well, same for the, same te- thing. Technically, it's still merch. <laughs> same thing for this podcast. I also yeah. technically have merch for this podcast. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I hope everybody had a great holiday. Um, so the reason we, had, we didn't really put it out there on socials, but the um, reason it's been so long is because I kind of, sort of got a little bit of COVID. Just a little bit, though. A little COVID. Uh, if anybody is also wondering... We also uh, have a blast shield around him, just in case. Yeah, yeah. no, uh, Sam gave it to me, <laughs> so that was fun. Yeah, um, Christmas, am I right? Uh, I no longer, I no longer have COVID. I just yeah. have asthma, so that's good. Um, but yeah, it yeah. was, I, it was very eventful. I watched a million and one things during having COVID. Must be nice. It, it, it was very nice. <laughs> I had a little vacation. I almost died, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, the things I'm interested in. I want to hear about because this relates back to a thing that we watched on this uh the pot on this podcast. Did we watch it on this podcast or we talked about it on this podcast, I think? I don't know. What are you referring <laughs> yeah. to is the question. <laughs> on your Christmas vacation, you went to a art exhibit. Yes. Um so I for instead of celebrating Christmas, I ended up going to Vegas. Uh and other than the normal Vegas stuff you do uh, I went to a, a semi-popular art exhibit called Omega Mart, actually. Ooh. Which I feel like you talked about it on this show, but maybe it was post-credits? I, no, that was before we did post-credits, actually. I just showed you guys. Did we even talk about it then? No. Whatever. <laughs> I'm keeping it in. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so for those who don't know and don't... like. I, I do implore just to look it up before just having someone explain it to you blandly. It's very um, cool. Omega Mart is this really interesting art exhibit by Meow Wolf. And the gimmick basically is that it's designed in a way that looks like a just a normal kind of grocery store. Kind of like your CBS almost kind of, I would say, more structured like. But like everything is this weird like bastardization of what it is. Yeah, so like the video that you showed me and Robbie. It was like the commercials were like, hey, yeah. this is a normal commercial until like a few seconds in. It's like, something weird is here. Yeah. yeah. I think the one you started us off on was probably the Omega Mart lemons. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it's just like Omega Mart brand lemons. And then like you just see an people have been con- Yeah. People have <laughs> been confusing regular lemons with Omega Mart lemons. If you have confused Omega Mart lemons with regular lemons, please return them to our store immediately. And then I pops out yeah. of it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, like, very weird and strange. So I'm curious, how does that translate to the actual exhibit? So the main thing is, like, 
all those like static stuff that you would see is there. So like you go in there, like the first thing you see is just there's this like I there's like one of those like eye grabbers things. I don't know what the proper name for them is in the like at the end of an aisle. And oh, like an end cap? Yeah, a wow display. Yeah, and it just says personalized bleach. <laughs> it has like names on them. That's so, awesome. like it's stuff like that where it's like the funny jokes. A lot of it, like you go to the dairy section and it's like, I can't believe it's not butter. Is this butter? Unequivocally not butter and like <laughs> definitely of, not butter. It's like I can't re- <laughs> dairy formerly known as butter. Like stuff like that. That's great. And like there's stuff like that all over the store. And the cool thing is you can buy most of it. Like. That that is all. I would say that is probably like the coolest thing is that the entire store is merch. Not in the entire store. There is some stuff you can't buy. You can't buy like the you can't like, buy the lemons. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but like so, there's all that stuff which is really cool and like fun to do. But in multiple parts of the store, you'll just see weird like openings. So like ones in like the soda section, you can actually just open the door and you notice it's actually like a little path. Huh, and it's smart that they put in multiple parts of the store, so you can't miss it because you'll you'll constantly be seeing people go out of these weird areas. <laughs> so you go in it, and then when you get to the back room, it's this surreal experience. Like everything is like weird. It's not like an actual back room. Like you just go in it, and like the walls kind of have weird textures, and like uh. you can walk around in like some rooms just. Like, there's this one room that's just a bunch of repeating patterns all over. Huh. And, like, you walk through these weird aisles. And it still has, like, the funny parts of it. Like, you'll still see funny, like, signs and stuff. Yeah. But, like, it's just, like, a weird thing. And it's kind of this underbelly. Because there's also a lot of, like, weird lore. Um, You could go on a guided tour, actually, to, like, explore that stuff. Huh. We didn't. We just kind of walked around and, like, tried to figure stuff out on our own. Yeah. But, like... It is this weird, surreal experience, and I definitely, like, recommend anyone look at it. If I'm ever in Vegas, which chances of me going to Vegas are quite slim, but that is something I would want to do. That one is fun, and, like, if I ever go again, I would love to get the guided tour to see, like, what exactly is. Because, like, you can piece stuff together. Right. But, like, unless you want to, like, spend a lot of time figuring out where to go, it's very, like, you're not going to get the whole story sure 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 but like definitely figure out some stuff about like who exactly is running omega mart and like (laughs) what happened and it's just cool like it's just it's like a really interesting art exhibit yeah that seems fun the the crazy part is like i went there expecting like basically only me and maybe d to like it but my whole family actually like enjoyed it oh is that right like my parents did think it was pretty interesting too oh that's good that's great I did not expect that. I didn't either. <laughs> I think because, like, the front is enough to, like, get most people who wouldn't be too into, like, weird stuff. Right. Because it's just, like, silly. Huh. Yeah. Um, cool. And then you got crunk the rest of the time, right? No. Um. I think I drank a total of two shots. Oh, shots. Ugh. I mean, Not, like, shots, shots. I mean, like, if, oh, you, like, if uh, you, like, totaled out the beer, oh. <laughs> it would probably be a shot. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I didn't so you had a shot of beer. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't drink a whole lot. Um, huh. Not. I mean, that's not, not out my, of character. For no, you. it's not my forte. I didn't gamble a ton either. Like, I'm so like, don't like spending money. Like, I lost twenty dollars on blackjack, and I was like, ah. 
<laughs> this feels terrible. <laughs> yeah, that was me. Um, I went to um Wendover, which is like right on the border of Nevada and Utah. And, like that's where mm-hmm. all people from Utah go to gamble. Because um, <laughs> there's none in Utah. Right? Yeah, because it's, it's illegal in Utah. Because <laughs> yeah. of you know weird Mormon laws. But anyways, uh, I went there once and like, I think I lost like forty bucks. Are uh, there? And I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm just gonna go and do other things now. Yeah. I feel like when you go to like gamble, you have to like set out like here's the money I'm willing to lose. Like I'm paying this much money for this experience. Yeah, exactly. And like no matter what, when this money's gone, I walk away. Yeah, there's that too. And like I think a big thing, like a reason I just lost money is because like I'm not willing to take risks because I know it's money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like in in games when there's gambling, I'm like yeah, fucking all in. Because, like, oh, no, my virtual character is now broke, and I can just do stuff to get money. I have a pair of fours, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have gone all in on worse. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, that, not not my forte. It's cool, though. Like, uh, And just walking around Vegas is kind of interesting, seeing all the That's what I've sites. heard. Yeah. Yeah. I um, We drove through Vegas once. Like, literally, like, drove through it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I stayed in the car because I was, like, 11 at the time. So yeah, I have technically been to Vegas um, for like an hour. <laughs> and, then, and then I left Vegas. Yeah, yeah. That, I was in that the car was kind the whole of, time. Uh, that was kind of my experience, too. Whenever I was going to Long Beach back in like 2017, I drove through Vegas and almost got hit uh, by a car like four separate times. Ooh, good. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, besides that, the only thing, I saw a couple of big buildings there, like drove through, like yeah. never left the highway, just drove straight through. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good food, too. That's also actually I would, the thing I hear. Yeah, I would assume so. It's it's just what it was like. There's not like a Vegas food, but they just have all the food of laws yeah. though. Yeah. I mean, the one place I can see dry like really liking is you had this place called like the Heart Attack Cafe. Mm. I've heard many things about it. Yeah, yes. so have I. Yeah. Um I, <laughs> recently I, the most things I've heard about it is because of I watched this dumb fucking YouTube video about Nikocado Avocado. Oh. And it was just this whole rabbit hole of dumbass YouTube drama I went down. I just I regretted the whole yeah. thing. Uh, what else was I can do in my time though? I mean, to be fair, like whenever I was at work, I watched a video on that same person, and that was like four and a half hours long. I feel less bad. Mine was forty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine was like a deep dive into like the bullshit he's done. That was four hours long. He seems like a bad person. Anyway, um, cool, cool. We'll probably end up talking about more what you did with your time on the uh, post credits. Yeah, I don't know if we will, but <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. Uh, tune in to post credits to find out. Yeah. Um. Robbie, yeah, how have things been going for you? Uh, don't mention the depressing stuff. <laughs> uh, better, I'll say that much. Uh, there's been a lot of, for the holiday, I went back and forth to the place that we grew up. Yeah. And yeah. so my car is a mess right now, but other than that. Other like, than the bullet holes and all the other yeah, stuff it's that's covered happened. In, you saw it in the way over here. Like, it's just covered in dirt. <laughs> yeah. But that's because, you know, I've been driving back and forth between, arm uh, for like a three-hour drive. Over the past... Yeah, I think in the past three weeks, I've probably made that trip four or five times. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was dying, so yeah, it didn't happen for me. Um, Luckily, yeah, I, necromancy has come very far. It's come a far away. <laughs> We've had a lot of leaps and bounds in necromancy, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just made me think of a dumb joke of like, because um, uh, in D and D, you can actually uh, like you can play whatever character and be whatever uh, alignment you want to be. So technically, you can be. Uh, a necromancer that's lawful good, which is like super against being a necromancer. Just a, but like somebody said, it's like one of those things. Like somebody want like the person want like 
how it would make sense storyline wise is like someone who wanted to be a cleric but they learned the wrong magic for it and so like <laughs> it's one of those like they could you know bring someone back but are but like if someone's hurt it's just one of those like they can't heal them but they can bring them back from the dead so like it's like oh no i can't move i broke my leg how do i get past this and they just like cock a gun like all right i'll take care of this <laughs> that's pretty great actually uh, um yeah like i said i i just spent like three weeks on a couch watching everything that i possibly could so i have a million things to talk about yeah um I, i'm on the opposite uh i made a call yesterday to get internet at my new place since i moved recently right you did. and uh they're like cool we'll get it activated on wednesday like, okay <laughs> no good thanks You've i guess sitting in silence huh Kind of. Well, I think I've used like 25 gigs on my uh, data this month because of that. You have unlimited, right? Yeah, I do. No, he has <laughs> one gig a month. <laughs> $25 every gig after that. It's so pretty cheap, you know? <laughs> they keep on texting me like, you went over your limit, and I just give them the finger emoji. It actually happened to my cousin because she like lives in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Um, I don't want to drop her name because I don't think she wants that on the internet. Fair. But um, she has satellite or had satellite internet at the time, and like their limit was 10 gigs, and every gig over that was ten dollars. Um, and she fell asleep watching Netflix <laughs> and ended up using like 120 gigs oh, <laughs> and had a call. I'm like, I'm not paying this, I'm not paying you thousands of dollars because I fell asleep. It's the whole fucking thing, yeah, Good. yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, so I'll have a million things to talk about. Uh, played and watched, and uh, mm. I got out of quarantine. Literally just in time to go and watch uh, Scream 5 in theaters. Ooh. And uh, loved that. Loved that. Mm-hmm. That was fantastic. I'll, I'll I mean, one thing I'm, yeah, I was going to say, it's on HBO Max, but it's one of those, like, I'll probably watch it close to the end of it being on HBO Max just because I don't have internet yet, is uh, I kind of want to watch the new Matrix movie, even though it's had mixed reviews. I also watched that. I have some thoughts. Okay. Um, I think you have Till... The 21st. Yeah. I, I remember one being in there. I was going to say, I think it was the 17th or something. Um, might be the 21st, though. You're probably right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't want to go into that right now. <laughs> I have a rant fair. for that. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, things for, besides the, the quarantine and stuff like that. My company is on strike right now. Yeah, yeah. It, it made I the news, actually. Yeah, it made uh, international news. So... That's fun. Yeah. So if you look closely, you can find Uriah in the newspaper. Not quite, because as our company is on, or our union is on strike, I should say. Um, but not like our area. So like they're like, hey, listen, we're on strike, but like you guys keep working. <laughs> it's fine. So it's weird. Uh, we'll see. It's been a whole so, messy like, thing. So you show up to work with a picket sign, like, no, 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 just just go back to work. Just came with a bag full of tomatoes, and everyone's like, no, no, you gotta clock in. Um, I've been telling all my managers I cannot wait to throw tomatoes at them and they don't respond well for some reason (laughs) don't know what it is Um, anyway I guess let's get on to what this show is about sort of Um, I uh, it's it's going to be our 99th episode and I have the big (laughs) 99 I have some ideas on what I want to do for the 100th one I have two ideas I haven't decided which one to go with yet one will be like either an emotional roller coaster or everybody will think I'm an idiot and the other one makes more sense so I'm not sure which one to go with I can't wait to watch all of Star Wars back to back for yeah, the 100th episode that's gonna be it uh, and I'm gonna just feel like I hate Star Wars now yeah, me too <laughs> and better than today because today apparently you're watching the entire first season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine nice. yeah <laughs> um, 
E is actually going to be presenting. Yeah, we gave Jiraiya a lot of ideas, and he didn't like them for some reason. I just, you guys, there didn't seem to be much passion, and I was like, I want some passion. And then Robbie just stopped responding, and he just, an emoji that with a middle finger, so. (laughs) Sorry, that was meant for my, you know, mobile provider. (laughs) Um, So E, what are we watching today? Yeah, um, so, last year... For our New Year special, if you remember, we watched the greatest movie ever devised by mankind, <laughs> NNA's Big Picture Show. Wait, are, you're not going to make us watch the Christmas special, are you? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, this year, fairly similar topic, we're watching another one of my favorite cartoons is a movie. So this year, we are watching Steven Universe the movie. Okay. I have my hand raised. So, I'm going to get to what I think your question is. I just, so, to give some background, uh, Steven Universe, for a long time I said is my second favorite cartoon. It's still up there. I don't know if it's quite still second. But I love this cartoon a lot. It is another one of those kind of pivotal milestone cartoons for me, I would say, with Ed and Eddie being very young for me, this one was probably around the mid, the middle p- period between like adolescence and adulthood. I would say. Um, so we're watching this one. Uh, I believe this is probably going to relate to Dry's question. I want to know: Do you, either of you know anything about Steven Universe? Nope. <laughs> I know that you liked it a lot, and you're related to the character. I still have my hand up. I have a question. Oh, okay, is it a different question? Um, are we gonna know what the fuck is happening? All right, I thought about that. Um. <laughs> If I remember this movie correctly, which I hope I should, because it's only two years old, or uh, almost three, I guess, now. It was 2019. Um, if I remember this movie correctly, the first five to ten minutes should just be backstory, on, or should just be the plot of the first five seasons leading up to this movie. Oh, okay. Um, so I don't have to ever watch any of that, then. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll say... If we get past that point and you guys still have some questions, I am okay with answering some. Okay. Even if it would break pace, but... We just come back and there's a Q&A about Steven Universe. <laughs> yeah. um, this episode goes on for four hours because we just have all these questions <laughs> that we've answered. Answer. It's just me explaining the plot of Steven Universe. Have to have a part two where we actually watch it. <laughs> <laughs> um, We should be good. And, like, the plot of the movie itself leads it into being, like, an introduction because I will say... You chastise me about this a lot. This movie did, in fact, come out in theaters. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wait, didn't the Powerpuff Girls come out in theaters, too? Yeah, but that's a 20-year gap. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I did, we didn't hate that one, either. No. We just. I'm like... just saying, like, similar to something about the Powerpuff Girls movie, I think this movie expected people to not entirely know the who, like, Steven Universe was, because, like, a lot of kids are going to bring their parent to it. Right. So I think it do- kind of explains a lot of, like, the character and what their motivations and stuff are. Okay. Plus, I don't think you entirely need to know the entire story to get anything out of this movie. We'll see if we... We'll see. So hopefully it'll be like the Digimon movie. (laughs) (laughs) To where, by the way, on premiere night, when me and my friend at the time... um, Me? Yeah. (laughs) No longer friends. Went to go see it. It was us and my father who slept the entire time. Because if he sits in a seat in a dark room for more than 30 seconds, he's asleep. Um... It was it. That was that in the premiere night. That was I was uh, that was the entire theater. Yeah, it was just the three of <laughs> us. Thirty bucks. That's they made premiere night from that theater. Um, was it kind of like that? 
Um, so time frame wise, you'll probably notice that it's around something that happened. 2019 going into a year of um COVID. I, yeah i turned 28 yeah yeah um, i'm glad they remembered that no uh it did fairly well i it didn't have any concrete like blockbuster blockbuster block uh ratings rating busters <laughs> box office <laughs> i couldn't find like a words con- concrete I, box office i watched your brain go through a maze <laughs> <laughs> if you ever need to like understand how my brain works that that period that got me to box office is how I think. <laughs> Where I started at Blockbuster and got there in the end. <laughs> okay, okay. But um no, I did fairly well and like uh this show is was massively popular. Like got Cartoon Network tons and tons of ratings. Good. So Okay, okay. Yeah, the main that. thing that I know about Steven Universe is like cuz it aired around the same time that uh Rick and Morty started to become like a household yeah. name. And whenever people talk about toxic fandoms, they talk about Steven Universe and Rick and Morty. Yeah. Um, there's not much to say, yeah. <laughs> that a lot of people don't like the fan base of Steven Universe, but like I would say ninety percent of cartoons have pretty bad fan bases. I would say like the only thing that I actually know about like the fan base of Steven Universe is that it's very LGBTQ plus friendly. Uh yeah. That That's like the only true. thing I know. Like honestly. So I guess like to put like what Robbie's talking about, it was very popular when Tumblr was also very popular. Okay. And okay. a lot of the main people on Tumblr really like Steven Universe. Okay. That so, like, you more. got a lot of those, like, extremes. Right. Sure. Tumblr and, was a place for extremes. Yeah. <laughs> and ultimately, when you have a show that's very popular, the more people there are, the more shitters there are. So, that's the unfortunate fact. But, um, so yeah. Steven- Only music festivals were that way. Am I right? Ooh, I don't know what that means. <laughs> There's never enough toilets. Oh. A lot of people. Oh, I see more shitters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, you guys don't know anything about Steven Universe, so this will be fun. I'm going to start with Robbie, because like, I've like kind of explained Steven Universe try a couple times. Yeah. What do you think Steven Universe <laughs> the movie's about, Robbie? Uh, good question. <laughs> um, hmm. And or what do you think Steven Universe in general's about? <laughs> Um, I know it's a little bit more like fantasy based in a weird way. Like I want to say it's almost dealing with, um, I almost want to say it's like, uh, dealing with like people who have superpowers, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Or like something that has almost like people who are like space faring, faring in a way. Like they go from like place to place throughout the universe. But uh-huh. other than that, I have no clue. <laughs> okay. Um, not a hundred percent incorrect. Okay. Hey, Trey, what about hey. you? What do you think? Um, I think that it is about a soccer-loving, super-powered young boy <laughs> with a bunch of friends that he fought at one point, and then now they're, like, friends. <laughs> and there's, like, a a bad guy who wants to play the guitar at them to kill them. And so he has to, like, go and hit him with a space laser. You're closer than Robbie is! <laughs> oh, well then... <laughs> <laughs> um... So yeah, I'll I'll read the description real quick. Gotta say, it's a terrible description. Oh, good. Steven thinks his time defending the Earth is over, but when a new threat comes to Beach City, Steven faces his biggest challenge yet. Wait, is Steven Universe Dragon Ball Z? Uh, Steven Universe is very inspired by anime such as Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon. Okay, Oh, cool. boy. <laughs> All right. My favorite part about this, though, if you took out Steven and Beach City, 
you could like place any character in any location and that describes like 90% of movies yeah yeah you're right (laughs) (laughs) that just makes me laugh okay uh and uh the final little facts here uh the rating it gave me was tv pg but it came out in theaters so it should have an official one i'm gonna guess pg-13 that's my guess the pg or pg-13 i would would say if it's in theaters probably a pg pg-13 is like they're gonna start saying like fuck and cussing a bunch and having I thought, a bunch like, of violence. violent. There is some violence. I would. I say. was gonna say it's one of those weird things because there are some movies that are like PG in theaters, but when you watch them on TV, they're either P or TV PG or TV fourteen sometimes, mm-hmm. and then like are uh, if it's PG thirteen, it's almost always TV fourteen. Yeah. So that's fair. Uh, you could probably guesstimate better than I can. I feel like this would be PG thirteen, but it could have easily just been PG. I guess. PG-13 is, like, starting to have, like, some pretty graphic violence, sex references, and a lot of cussing, except for the F word. Mm-hmm. Just one. Like, or no, uh, that... They're allowed yeah. one to two, yeah. depending on how it's used. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, usually, like, PG violence versus PG-13 violence is the difference on whether there's blood or not. Usually, yeah. Pretty much. Well, there's also, the, like, animation gets a pass a lot of times, too, which is always... Counting on the like animation. One. Yeah. It's true, um, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, uh, the time, much closer to a real movie, according to Dry. This one is an hour 22. Hey, that's a real movie. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> was it Powerpuff Girls, like, 56 minutes? Yeah, it was, it was a TV special. Uh, and where, where we're going to watch it, I hadn't told Dry yet. Hopefully it works. Um, we're watching it on HBO Max. Oh, yeah, fine. You can just get it there. Um, cool. I saw it on, U- it's, like, also available on YouTube because it's the newer animated series. Mm-hmm. YouTube has a lot of those. I couldn't find if it was on anything else. Like, it didn't display anything but YouTube and HBO. I mean, HBO, Cartoon Network. Yeah, the so, Warner Brothers. Yeah, all of them. So, that that. so I, wouldn't, I, would, I would not be surprised that it's not anywhere else. That's fair. Uh, So, yeah. With that, we'll figure out if this makes any sense to people who don't know the show. I yeah. sure hope so. L- looking forward to this. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys when we get back. Yay! Back after watching Steven Universe the movie, woo! Which I feel like something that you left out for us <laughs> yeah. is that it's also a musical. That's because I was w- curious what you guys would do after <laughs> learning it's just a musical. I like musicals. I know you yeah. like musicals. I I didn't want to spoil it though. <laughs> like I th- I, I want to drive like oh my god he's showing another cartoon movie and then bam <laughs> also musical. Um. Which you you apparently remember this fact when we watched it. Steven Universe in general is also a musical. Like not all the every single episode constant music, but like music plays a huge importance in the series. Yeah, and, I, I I remember seeing like a bunch of clips of like, hey, here's like a Steven Universe song, and like yeah. you showed me one or two before as well. So I yeah I I love the music in Steven Universe. Um, I think it kind of shines in this too. Like, I think you get a lot of the types of songs that came in. And there's a lot of light motifs that go on in this that, of course, are lost on you guys. But, you know, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, let's go ahead and just get some, get the general thoughts out the way. Uh, I'll leave the floor open because I don't feel like choosing right now. <laughs> I'll go. Um, 
as somebody who has not seen any real amounts of Steven Universe, except for the few clips that you've shown me, mm-hmm. um, it is fine. Okay. Like, it seems to, the movie seems to stand up on its own for the most part, except for when I had to pause it 10 minutes in and ask a bunch of questions. I I think that's fair. I will say there was less questions than I was expecting, so that's, that's decent. Yeah. Um. I think once it came to the part of, like, oh, this is Dragon Ball Z? Okay. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> once I, was, I told Dragon it's Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I was like, okay, fine. I accept all of this then. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like, it's fun and... Playful and serious, but not like super serious. Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I bet that there's a lot of stuff in this that I would appreciate more if I had watched the previous five seasons. Yeah, probably. Um, like how everything happens in the first two acts. <laughs> and it seems like it's all basically like, oh, member. Um, but like, yeah, it's it's fine. I don't know any of these characters. Yeah. So. The only one that like I think I really really liked a lot was probably the dad and Steven. That's fair. I think I mean they're the heart of the show. I'm glad you like the dad because I think the dad is just an amazing character. Yeah, he's funny, and I also like how the Pearl Pearl is the one with the pointy nose. Yeah, kept referring to him as um <laughs> um Greg Universe. Yeah, um Greg Universe because he said um. So that I, that got me every single time. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> it's fun watching you laugh even like halfway through the movie. Yeah, that's just a really good joke. Uh, yeah, it's like funny and fine. I think that as a ending, it would have worked perfectly fine. And as a transition from what you said, I think it probably works pretty fine. Um, from somebody who's completely on the outside of this fandom in the show, I should say. All right. That's yeah. a pretty good rating from someone who knows nothing about the show. Me. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's completely fine. I didn't hate any of my time with it. Yes. <laughs> All right. And yeah. the other person who doesn't know anything about Steven Universe. <laughs> so yeah, for this being my introduction to Steven Universe, I, I thought it was good. It, it's a fun movie to watch. Um, I feel also as somebody who has never seen a single episode of Steven Universe that this actually did a pretty good job introducing everything and like kind of catching you up without tell- having to tell you too much about all the characters. But literally the first act is very much yeah. a member barrier of like, remember this happened? Remember that happened? Oh, I remember this. Oh, man, a lot happened to get to this point. <laughs> I think the funny part to me is the remember this happened is stuff that happened before the actual show. So it's not like stuff you would have saw. It's like huh. just what you know about the characters. So Yeah, that was one thing that I think as somebody, uh, me. Um, <laughs> as a Jiraiya. As a Jiraiya going into this. Like, I feel like... I was losing, like, a lot of lore. Like, oh, man, like, there was a lot of stuff going on with the mom here. But, like, you assured me none of that was in the show. It wasn't new. Like, I'm I, I'm curious what you say, because, like, the main things I remember is you asked me if the mom was a villain, which no but a very, very flawed character is the answer to that. Okay. Um, And, like, it was a lot of stuff you kind of just knew, like... I don't know what what like what I'll I'll answer what like question did you think I said wasn't in the show the and like anything pertaining to mom's actual like story you don't see that was a lot before you just learned snippets through uh Pearl who was there the whole time okay so yeah so yeah, Pearl like was there the, for exposition exposition dump then kind of so like here I think this will explain it the best 
Steven Universe is only told through Steven's perspective. So if it's something he doesn't hear about or sees personally, the show won't let you know about it. So like, uh, okay. since all of that's before Steven was born, he only gets it told through backstories of other characters. If they're like, oh, I, this reminds me of when Pearl, when uh, me and Rose murdered 7,000 people. And Steven's like, what? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> only a slight exaggeration, but... <laughs> Yeah, so so yeah, like the actual war and stuff is well before and doesn't get touched on too much, but like it's like you know about it. It's not like a surprise anything. Okay. Um chances we get a prequel where we get to see the war? Zero probably? Okay. I think Rebecca Sugar they want to work on other stuff. And the other person who was working on this, uh Ian Jones Courtley, uh went to work on OKKO, OK which you so. love. Yes, that's also a really good cartoon, and also, and uh, I guess, yes, also was ended way too short, and there was way more stories they wanted to tell. Okay. So, anyway, continue, Robbie. I mean, the only thing that I are, I'm, am curious about, I feel, is a little bit spoilery for some of the movie, too, but I feel like um, some of the other gemstones that he's friends with in there were enemies at some point throughout the show? Yeah, so... okay. Yeah, that's all the... of them that aren't the main four, basically. So, oh, I figured even the main ones. Uh, the way that I looked at it from the lore drop that they gave at the beginning is that uh, Steven Universe's mom at some point in time did something bad to all of them to turn them into villains, and he had to basically right the wrongs that she did. Uh, not to them. His righting the wrongs is helping him through the trauma, basically that his mom forced upon them, like. Uh, I guess I'll give the example that kind of explains everyone. So, like, Pearl, she was the servant, and, like, you see in her introductory song, she's like, oh, I was freed by Rose, but it wasn't until after her death that I realized I was never truly free. So, like, it's stuff like that, where Steven's helping them go through their trauma and, like, character arcs. So, like, they're, uh, Pearl, Amethyst, and Garnet all were always good on the good side. Okay. Okay. The other ones were not uh the main ones being Bismuth, Peridot, and uh Lapis. They were all enemies at at least one point, some multiple. <laughs> okay. And all the other characters, which are just background anyways, all lived on the other planet. And if if any of them ever went to Earth, they fought. <laughs> so. Okay. So Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like a re it's like a reimagining of Dragon. It's what if Dragon Ball Z was also Sailor Moon, I think is a good way to explain this show to yeah. someone who doesn't know. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that was my main thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I'll go as the resident. I have seen this show. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I adore Steven Universe, and because of it, like I do adore this movie, too. I think this movie is definitely one of the best like cartoon movies. I know I, I feel like I say that quite a bit now. <laughs> But, like, uh, it, there really are a lot of really bad cartoon movies that, like, don't expand anything or just feel like an extended episode. Yeah. This one, like, it's a movie. Like, there's an entire arc of the movie, and it's not like, like, obviously it helps to know Stephen and all that, but, like, I, you could still watch the movie. Like, yeah, you could enjoy it and be like, oh, this is kind of like a superhero movie, or like, oh, this is like Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I think both of those work incredibly well. Yeah, um, I I adore the songs. Like, I of course, unlike you, I've like been able to marinate with the songs. Like, yeah. I've heard all of them multiple times. I know which ones I love. I can recite some of them 
it perfectly now. Yeah. Um, I think the soundtrack is really good. Uh, something Drive probably just would say it's fine. I think the animation's really amazing in this movie in a lot of ways, like how it does. I love um the main villain of this movie. We'll get to that later. Um, her animation is very inspired by Rubber Hose animation, which Dry caught on. Uh, it's very and it's like so fluid though. It's like what if Rubber Hose was made nowadays? First, because <laughs> good to say. A little limited back then. Yeah. <laughs> you know, back whenever they did cartoons at 12 frames a second. Yeah. But um, I, I think the animation is great. And, like, as many uh, TV movies, it is a big step up from the normal show, which the normal show has amazing animation at times. Uh, I think it's, like, very consistently really good throughout the entire movie. There was one animation you showed me of, like, Dryer, this is why animation is impressive in this show. It was yeah. like 12 seconds, and you're like, look at all the detail they put in. It's like, yeah, it looks fine. <laughs> yeah, I showed you like, the <laughs> finale. And, like, uh, like I, I definitely am more of an animation buff. Like, you could show me, like, you could show me an amazing shot from a movie, and it probably wouldn't impact me the same way it would you. It's yeah. just one of those things where you just won't see eye to eye on. Yeah. But, like, as an animation nerd, I think the animation is so lovely in this, and, like, it flows perfectly in a lot of yeah, ways. Yeah, you can tell they put effort and love into the animation of this. Mm-hmm. Usually, whenever I think of, like, what to show people how impressive an animation is. I usually think of, like, the climax to The Thief and the Cobbler, but... Yeah. This one was pretty good, though, too. I'll yeah. say, for, like, for what it's worth, I, uh, I didn't see any, like, problem with the animation or anything like that. <laughs> like, I was never, like, taken out of it, or, like, that's, like, a, that's, like, a weird drawing, or, like, that's, like, a weird shot, or, like, that was composed weird. That's really yeah. interesting that you didn't think that's, like, a weird drawing, because Steven Universe has a thing a lot where it does very low-detail animation. It, it is one thing that I noticed with that is because, like, um... I remember seeing a thread not too long ago that was talking about how they did motion blur in old school animations and like what it looks like when you freeze frame on it. Yeah. And since I have that knowledge now, I like watched this and yeah, I saw some of the parts where they're doing the motion blur of people moving yeah, too fast um, and realized what it, what it was. Yeah, smear frame is the yeah. proper animation term, which you, like I also will notice that too because yeah. I'm wired into it. But yeah, because like if a character is like far back, they do very simplistic. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I, I that's good to hear though. Like you didn't like... It never took you out of it. I'm glad to hear. No, I thought that that was a um artistic choice because yeah. there I there was the way that I would put it is it almost feels like some objects and things are like low poly. Yeah, but I thought that was just very purposeful. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's good to know. I know. I mean, just like again with some of our discussion about animation, I'm always curious about like what bugs you, what won't. So it's good to hear that you didn't have an issue with it. Uh, th- for me, what bugs me is how French it looks. If something looks French, it's just I'm out of it. Well, how unfortunate that one of the movies I really want to see this year is uh, Dragon Princess, which is a French movie inspired by Studio Ghibli. Uh. <laughs> and you're going to have to take me to I'm it. I'm pretty okay with French animation. I tried showing Try a French animation sometime back, and he just didn't even want to give it a chance. This feels gross. I mean, dry, like I showed Dry, I lost my body. And, like, his big thing is he was very annoyed by the, I believe it's in 16 frames. And, like, mm-hmm. he felt like it was stuttering. Yeah. Unlike me, because, like, I'm just, like, 24 frames is a fairly arbitrary decision based off of how fast our TVs refreshed. Yeah. So it makes sense that in another country where our, their TVs refreshed at a different rate. Yeah. Say, I don't know, 30. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, yeah. It was, I, it was a discussion we had on a post-credits a little while. Actually, quite a while back mm-hmm. at this point. Uh, to where I was, like, I got annoyed because for animation so often since they can vary on frames, there's always, like, a lot of, like, all right, we're going to draw this frame over here on his arm back, and then the frame when his arm is all the way, 
and then your imagination will just fill it in. And I told you how like that annoys me with animation. Uh, that's how I feel every single second of French animation. Is. <laughs> I still think it's a very weird thing because that's just how frame rates cu- work. <laughs> I'm kind of curious how Dry would feel about like interpolation, like how that's becoming more of a weird popular I thing. I bet Dry would be like, oh, that's neat. And I would be very mad if he thinks it's, <laughs> oh, that's neat. <laughs> um, I mean, I hate the uh, effect that many TVs have called true motion. If that oh, the, actually, yeah, the soap opera effect. Okay, you probably wouldn't because that's interpolation. Yeah. Yeah. Is like, they'll be like, ooh. Well, if we take a 24 frames per second thing and interpolate it to 60, yeah. and it always looks bad, but people are like, no, it looks smooth. Yeah, I, it uh, always looks terrible. <laughs> uh, your dad won't listen to this. Whenever we had our uh, Thanksgiving party there, I changed all the settings on his television to make <laughs> it not look like garbage. <laughs> uh, uh, well, do you know this is going to be the first one he yeah, ever listens yeah. to? <laughs> um. Because it was like True Motion was on. He had like Vibrant. I was like, this looks like fucking garbage. He bought this huge expensive TV. He has all these stupid shitty settings on it. Yeah. So I, I just, I fixed it. So the funny thing is, is my sister recently got a new TV. And I asked her, she had True Motion on there. And she's like, oh, I don't know. I just put, or I just turned it on. And we left it at the setting that it came in. Oh, God. How do people do these things? It's because they don't care. Yeah, <laughs> like, they really don't care. Like they bought a bigger TV because they want right. to be able to watch. Because apparently their 55 inch was too small to watch from the kitchen. Football people, man. Yeah. yeah. I don't even get the point with football either, because, like, it just blurs it. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. Whatever. That's a different discussion. Um, If you like interpolation, please reconsider your opinion. Uh, yeah. How does it feel to be wrong? <laughs> and, um, so, yeah, I, I adore this movie. Uh, I watched it through, uh, let's say, unconventional means uh, originally, because I don't have cable. Okay, okay. And watching it again on TV, God, I love the colors. They're so vibrant. And Did you originally so watch this on a Game Boy Advance cartridge? Yeah, I know. I bought the. <laughs> you have to actually like switch out the Game Boy like the old PlayStation discs. You have to like. It's like, please actually Game Boy cartridges. <laughs> Listen, if they can get Tenant onto two cartridges, they can get Steven Universe onto one. <laughs> um, but like, I watched it on my old monitor. Okay. So it was at best. Bad 1080. Yeah, sounds and about right. This looks so good. I the colors are amazing. It's like, nice and bright. Everything's so, and it's not like it is... Powerpuff Girls where it's nice and bright because it's giving you a seizure. It's like just really well done. Pleasant. Yeah, it's very vivid. Yeah, in the colors that it has of everything. Yeah, yeah I so, liked it. Yeah, uh, I think that's general thoughts about the way. Um, it's fine. You liked it. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, I adore it. Um. So, <laughs> uh, I guess like let's start let's start getting into it. Then. Okay. Um, yeah, like we said, the first act is pretty much an exposition dump of yeah everything leading up to what's I, supposed to be the happy ending. Yeah, I said that at the start. The first ten minutes is like, hey, here's every character in their entire story arc in yeah. the last five seasons, and then whenever you know they're mentally brought back, yeah. you get more yeah uh, uh, of their story arc again. Yeah. Um. So, like, the big thing is uh, you are introduced to a, like, Steven, they're all singing, like, how everything's so great now, and, like, there hasn't been any issues in two years since Steven uh, democratized the entire universe. I don't know what the word, diplomatized, I don't know. A piece. Piece the, piece the universe <laughs> up. Yeah. <laughs> um, and a character shows up uh, named Spinel who just drops a syringe on the world. 
Literally. Yeah. Uh, entirely literally. <laughs> and uh, I guess, uh, Drive, you probably could have guessed this. Um, Spinola is a new character for this. Like, she's not a... I yeah, assumed, she yeah. She wasn't an established character before this. Yeah, I assume just because of how, like, much her story seemed to revolve around his mom. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, she comes in and seems like, whoa, didn't you hear? Peace. And Spinola's like, more like piece of a fist in your face. Bam. <laughs> And uses the character on the character remover on everyone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Basically a giant scythe-sized racer. Yeah, which, as funny as it is, like, oh, hey, now we have to do the character arcs again. It actually makes sense in lore why this type of weapon would exist. Does it? Yeah, because um, uh, gems are manufactured. So, like. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that's. So, basically, that thing is, like, oh, you need to format your computer? Here you go. Yeah. It's like okay. it's really like terrifying to think about from like a perspective of these are alive things, but like yeah. they I, they're all like slaves. Basically, they were slaves, not anymore. I but. mean, also technically, when you think about it, like a real scythe also kind of defrags a human. <laughs> yeah, but we don't get to come back. <laughs> well, I don't know. I guess it depends on your religion. But yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, like it does make sense in lore because like all the gems are used like they're they're all born and given one specific purpose in life. Okay. So that okay, so, that yeah, explains it, a lot. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say think of it almost like Detroit become human with all the androids running around and like if one needs to be formatted because they did something weird. But less racist. Yeah. It's still pretty racist. <laughs> yeah, but like yeah, Detroit become like, human is pretty racist though. But yeah. Detroit become human's racist and like isn't that silly racism? Oh. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's like, yeah. <laughs> uh, Steven Universe is very like, oh yeah, there's like class systems basically and like other, like the higher classes will look down about, so I guess more classism than Detroit racism, Become Human tries to do that. Just no, not well. It, it kind of does, yeah. Uh, I couldn't finish that game. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, So yeah, that, that weapon doesn't, I guess, I, I really like underestimate how much like you just have to know, because like even with the show, you get thrown in. Like, the first episode, you're, like, thrown in, and you're just introduced to a lot. Oh, really? Yeah, because, like, it's an episodic. It was episodic. How? How? So, does Steven, like, just have these friends, and it starts? Uh, So, again, he's the son of Pink Diamond, or Rose Quartz, as she's known throughout the show, until you re- learn the big secret. Yeah. Um, And the three that were... Like Pearl, Amethyst, and Garnet are the crystal gems, which is the saviors of the earth. So, like, okay, he was born and they were taking care of him. Okay, so they were already always yeah. in his life. Okay, okay, okay. Like okay. He he never like had to learn who they were. Okay, who they used to be. I guess. Gotcha. Okay, that helps. Yeah. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Again, I'm like I I really underestimated how much like, especially like. <laughs> Because I'm used to cartoons just throwing you into the deep end. Yeah. I, I forgot, like, you watch stuff that probably introduces stuff more gradually. <laughs> Generally, that's how stories work, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, it takes one to know one. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that means in this context. <laughs> well, I mean, look at it, like, the in this perspective. Like, cartoons are, uh, what, whatever you might say, cartoons are, for the most part, designed for children, first and foremost. They're designed with children in mind, yes. Yes. So... In many cases, a child, a child's imagination will just be like, "Yeah, that's fine. That makes total sense." Yeah. But like an adult watching something, it's not just gonna make sense because that's not how an adult mind generally works. 
So you do have to, for an adult mind to understand something, for a general audience, I would say, you kind of do have to roll information out slowly. So, like, as a boring old man adult myself, (laughs) like, going into a cartoon, my imagination is going to be like, this makes total sense. I get all of this. (laughs) Like, it's... I have questions. <laughs> unfortunate. I, I can't relate. <laughs> I'll jump into any deep end. But um, yeah, so I, I think I did say uh, this is like a Q&A, I guess, for the series if you yeah, need to yeah. learn any stuff. Because uh, there is a lot of cool lore. And th- again, this is like over five seasons of worth of stuff and much more gradual pace. Like you're, you're pieced together and learning everything. Here's also another question. Yeah. Uh, it's five seasons over what span of time? Because I know cartoons generally take a long time to come out. I believe it was seven or eight years. Let me double check that fact. That's such a fucking long amount of time. Especially for a show that's like 23 minutes on the air. It wasn't always airing. Like, it wasn't always getting new episodes. Hiatuses abound. Were well, yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, what person do you expect to just, like, not watch something for a year and then like get two 24 minute episodes and then just not watch it for another year. Like, I feel what like fan you're base really forgetting that? how cable works, Trya. I, I guess, but like, like that was <laughs> how it was. Yeah, that, that's pretty much how it was. It's awful. Why would you do that to yourself? All right. Okay. It shows okay. that we've gotten spoiled in the age of Netflix. Oh, absolutely. Six years. Six years. Six years. Oh, okay. So yeah. that's not huge gaps then. No. Um, the longest gaps were, uh, I believe, one year between a couple episodes. And there was one where it was this weird gap where it was like three months, one episode, six months, another episode, another like four months, another episode. Then it started airing regularly for a little bit again. That's weird. Cartoon Network sucks. <laughs> Honestly. That's what I've gathered throughout these couple of years of you showing like, us things. Yeah. Cartoon Network sucks in a lot of ways with that. Because like. I remember, like, the crew was like, they have the episodes, we just have to wait until they let us, <laughs> they let them out. So dumb. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> it was it was painful a lot of times. Yeah. Especially because I think, something I think would bother you if you watched it. Not every episode's, like, always central to the, what the big plot is at the point. Right, that's, like, generally a cartoon thing, though. Yeah. I mean, I would say... That's sometimes the storytelling. Sometimes you want to take a break. It's a matter of like levity. So right, like, it depends on the yeah. show too. Like uh, Supernatural for uh, a show that people know very well at this point went for fifteen years. Where actually it went for like seventeen and had fifteen seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a show that's an, every episode is an hour long, and every season for the most part, except for one or two, were twenty four episodes. So like, you can't just always have a fucking huge plot central episode every right. single time when you have that kind of format. So I get it. Yeah, it was it was a painful a lot of times because like a lot of people get so mad because it would be like the the huge gap, and they'd be like, "Here's an episode where Stephen teaches his friend how to swim." <laughs> like, and then the here's hu- an episode where you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and then like the huge gap, and people are like, "Why?" <laughs> and then it'd be like, "Hey, here's an episode where Stephen deals with war crimes." <laughs> okay. <laughs> And it's when he learns how to plant carrots. And this when he... <laughs> there was a, so a little bit of tangent. There was a funny joke with the fandom for a long time because, like, you would all, you would learn what the episode names were before time before bef- ahead of time, <laughs> and <laughs> there was a joke because people started noticing because, like, there'd be an episode where it's called like "Hit the Diamond," and people mm-hmm. were like, "Oh, this is gonna like a big episode where the diamonds are gonna come and like it's gonna be a fight." That was a baseball episode. 
Good, good, good. <laughs> they did that on purpose. And like another time, like when it was an episode that just had like a weird name, like oh, a, a, like a blue is a lovely color. If you're like, oh, this is when Stephen went to the place where they keep human beings locked up into in space. Okay, <laughs> like people like <laughs> joked about that. Like it would be like the murder of Rose Quartz, and it'd be like Stephen broke his mom's favorite vase, <laughs> and it'd be like. Hey, funny time, and be like, Stephen had to deal with depression, and his mother murdered him in his dream. Huh. Okay, so here's another question. What's up? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, how old is he when the show starts? I believe when it starts, he is 11. Because in the movie, it makes a point of saying, Stephen, age 16, when it's like introducing him. Yeah, let me see if it's... Could be hard to find the specific stuff. I have a, a follow up question after that. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, speaking of hiatuses, though, uh, I've spoken about how me and Liz watch like a million little things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sad boys. Sad boys. Sad bros. Yeah. Um, they they have nine episodes in this season. They went on hiatus. I think it was November on episode eight. Their hiatus ends in February 22nd. Jesus. And it's going to be the last episode of the season, maybe of the series? Because <laughs> their nice. ratings super dunked. So wait three months to watch maybe the last episode. <laughs> okay. I mean, it kind of makes sense. They did something similar with uh, Ash vs. the Evil Dead because uh, the ratings wasn't good enough for that show. Right. And so they wanted to keep going. They wanted to keep going. They wanted to go push further and further for it. But then they realized, like, this episode, uh, the last episode of season three is going to be the last episode ever. So we have to tie up all the loose ends and we have to like give a good ending. And so they kind of scrapped what they're going to do for the last episode and completely redid the whole thing. So that way they could have an actual finale. Oh, good. Gotta love when a show has to scramble like that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So the official answer, Steven was 13 at the start of the original series. He did turn 14 during the series. Okay. And then it was 16 here. Apparently, the video game he was 15 in, so I guess you could see that as a bridging point between the series and the movie that is a bridging point between the two series. Is the video game canon? Yes. Oh. There's two video games. Both are canon, if I remember correctly. Are they action games? I assume they would have to be, One's right? One's Paper Mario. Ooh. I think two are Paper Mario. One's a rhythm game. Ooh. That one's not canon. Oh. But uh, one's they're, they're, two are like a Paper Mario, kind of, okay. if I remember correctly. I haven't played them. Okay, so follow-up question. That is surprising, actually. Um, How old is he in uh, Steven Universe Shippuden? (laughs) He is still 16. It takes, like, right after, basically. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Any other questions I need to address real quick? No, I think Dry got most of them. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And back to the movie. (laughs) All right, so, yeah, Spinel shows up... uh, Removes every character arc from the characters. Yes. Yeah. And Including takes, herself. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess she kind of does yeah. uh, in a weird way, like, commit suicide right there. Yeah. Uh, and um, then, like, takes away Steven's powers and does, like, the whole, like, try dealing with all this now, dickhead, yeah. and flips him off as she dies. <laughs> yeah. But a PG version. Yeah. 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 So dingus. I actually thought that was going to be, like, part of her plan the whole time. What, dying? Yeah. I think it kind of was. I think it's... Well, I kind of figured it was just because, like, whenever he swung that scythe at her, she didn't even try to dodge. She just, like, accepted yeah. it with open arms. Because it's one of those things that she says because, like, she's like, oh, yeah, your human half didn't, doesn't, poof, huh? 
And oh, like, yeah, I think yeah. she always kind of had a hunch that might happen. Yeah. But also, this is basically she saw, like, this was her first thing she did <laughs> after stasis. Yeah. I don't, she didn't, she wasn't thinking too hard. She was very angry. Yeah. 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 Fair. So, yeah, the next part is uh just <laughs> redoing every character, like, getting, reminding them who they are in a lot of ways. Yeah. Through the power of music. Yeah. <laughs> I will say there is a lot of music in this. Yeah. Yeah. It's a musical. Like a musical ass musical. Yeah. There's They did a good job making it a musical ass musical too. Yeah. I'll I'll say like I had a pleasant time listening to the songs and like the actions that were going on screen in time, but I don't think I could tell you any of the songs afterwards. I remember them a bit. I bet like you would remember them if I hummed a sung a few bars of them. Uh I get I, I told you right when it happened, it's Spinell's first song when she sings. That is one of my favorite songs from this one, and I think it's a really fun song, which is uh, Other Friends, where it's like, that's right, I heard the story over and over again. Right, right, right. Like yeah. the one that's like a swing kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I think that's a bit why I like it a lot, too. It's like, it's very... Jazzy. Uh, yeah. 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 Which I think is actually I around jazz. the time that like I looked at her character and said, like, she kind of reminds you of a boss from Cuphead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, very inspired by old Betty Boop and Robo. Yeah. In fact, her exact inspirations were the old 20s and 30s cartoons and Sailor Moon, which is very obvious. And, <laughs> and other that, than that... Um, and that one Nickelodeon show about the blue robot. Yeah, I was about to say... <laughs> My uh, life she, as a teenage robot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, if I remember correctly, they do share a couple of the... Um, Artists? Artists, yeah. Oh, really? Okay. That's funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I think I told you this before. Animation is honestly basically a huge treat. Like, <laughs> going back to Dexter was one of the earliest parts like you could go way back if you really wanted well, to but, like dexter's like the main uh modern animation okay. maybe johnny bravo might be a better starting point yeah but well, where's all those Hanna Barbera cartoons courage uh, it's on the tree like yeah. he's an ornament on there no he's not like, the star no like the, the, the quote-unquote st- star would be whatever you want to start at but like it's very common for someone to be working on a show and then branch off to their own show hmm. back this show is one of those situations. Uh, Rebecca Sugar originally worked on Adventure Time and branched off oh. to make Steven Universe. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And, and then the other person branched off and made OKK. OK yeah, Ian Jones Courtly. Hmm. And, like, it's just well, a big old... That's the, that's the animation pipeline. Yeah. Might be a bit different now because of streaming services, but... Right. Well, it's one thing that, that was kind of funny. Uh, the animation that I'm getting excited for that's coming up soon, uh, The Legend of Vox Machina... Uh, their lead animator is actually the guy who was the lead animator for Justice League. Which one? I'm going to guess 2000s. Uh, yeah, the 2000s Justice League. Mm, cool. Uh, Unlimited, I think, is the right what term What it for? turned into. Yeah. Because it was Justice League, and then their sequel series was Justice, yeah, Justice League Justice League Unlimited. Shippuden. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Justice yeah, League um, Shippuden. <laughs> I, I was almost about to say, like, Justice League, but then I realized, oh, yeah, there's 1960s Justice League, and then there's the uh, 2000s I think Justice the 80s League. and 90s both had a Justice League cartoon, if I remember right. Uh, there was Kid Justice, I think, was the name of another one in the 2000s. Yeah. But yeah, a like, lot. <laughs> then there's Young Justice. Young Justice, yeah. that's right. Yeah. But yeah, the guy who did basically most of the DC animations in the 2000s. Then there was that weird spinoff, Justice Babies. <laughs> Don't even joke about that. <laughs> that was one of the lowest points of animation, is when everything had a baby show. The 90s were a rough time. Yeah, yeah they were. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, they, they have to figure out what the characters need to rehabilitate their arc, I guess is the best way to put it. Basically, yeah. Um, so it's just a lot of like running around, reminding 
what the characters were and how much importance. A lot of Steven Universe running around like Mufasa going, remember who you are. <laughs> I mean, it's as, mu- <laughs> it's as much for the characters as I think it is for like the fans and the audience of like, yeah. remember like where we came from. Yeah, I think that's a big thing because like, I do want to rewatch the show and it's going to be crazy watching Steven be a 13-year-old kid again. Because yeah. like, when the show starts, he is a kid for sure. Like He acts like a little kid. You just want to so, kick him down the stairs. Uh, I, I think if you watch the show, you would call him very annoying at the start. But like that's part of his character arc is learning, is growing up. Like Steven Universe is a show about growing up, but also space Nazis. So Simba, <laughs> Lion King, it's just Lion King. Yeah, Lion King Lion and Star King Wars. And Dr- you really hit it on the head when you said Dragon Ball Z. Like that actually, yeah. is like the entire. Um. So yeah. Uh. There's not a whole lot to say, like, <laughs> because that is the big arc part here, and yeah, like, it's a lot of like learning about stuff. Um, you get to see my favorite character for I think a grand total of ten seconds in this movie. <laughs> I pointed him out, and by the time they looked, he was gone. Yeah, I have no idea who you're <laughs> talking. The fry about. guy, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's the fry son. <laughs> Another weird tangent. I'm gonna get on. <laughs> I'm so mad. He's my favorite character, but they like stopped using him after halfway through the first season. I'm guessing he, he's just like a comedy relief. No, character. he's the like he's like the opposite of a comedy relief. I would say because oh. he's like serious. Like his joke is that he's like a disillusioned kid. Oh, like he's a really fun character and he's like such a great foil for Steven. Huh. But um, he gets dropped as soon as they introduce Connie. Connie is his girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. Actually, that was another thing that was big because like they were in- together at the end of the original series. Oh, so, like, the movie is, like, their big, like, oh, hey, they are a relationship yeah. kind of thing. Okay. Like, it was a very, like, big moment. And then the fans got mad because they were shipping Steven with the planet Earth. and Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much shipping in this show. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, my favorite character was there for a grand total of, like, ten seconds. During a transition shot. Yep. Um, I'm going to freaking go home and draw him because he's my favorite. Something I didn't notice because I had a shitty monitor the first time. He actually was aged up. I didn't know that. Like, oh, I thought cool. they just drew exactly the same, and I was gonna be mad. Uh, cool though. God, I I love that character. I I have this bad habit of any show I watch. My favorite character is always gonna end up being one they don't never use. Like, <clears throat> I think that is kind of true. Because I feel like when we watched Fargo, there was a character you really liked, and they like never used him past like episode two or something. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. There's a lot, like, if we watch enough shows, that's going to happen a lot to me. I don't know what it is about me. I get attached to these characters that don't matter. <laughs> like, uh, an anime I'll watch, like, my favorite character, it, I think, has two lines of dialogue in the show. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, And, like, uh, guess Dragon Ball Z, something you were like, my favorite character is Krillin, who yeah, everybody's very favorite. shafted. Yeah, Krillin is everybody's favorite character. That's, that's the joke. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. He's like amazing and great and super charismatic and fun, and he's fucking useless. It's so sad. Like <laughs> I, that's what I liked about Krillin, though. Is like he's so useless, but goddamn it, he still tries. Yeah, every, like every time. He, that's his because like it's not just that he's useless because like Yamcha is also useless, but like less people care about Yamcha. Yeah, because like Krillin like wants to help. That's that's his character. Yeah. yeah. Like, Yamcha just kind of fucked off. Yeah. Um, and then Gohan just made everybody angry. Yeah, a lot of people got mad after uh, Boo arc. <laughs> yeah, that's when I stopped watching that show. I didn't get to it, because uh, the thing I watched it for was Dragon Ball Z Abridged, 
and they <laughs> had to stop because of Toei animation. Yeah, yeah. I remember I remember all that drama. Um, but back to Hooray, Japanese copyright. <laughs> yeah, back to uh English cartoons for a little bit. <laughs> Inspired by the Japanese yeah. ones. Yeah. Uh so and then you get after like doing a lot of uh running around uh figuring out things, you guys got to learn a lot about things that characters can just do that I failed to think that would be weird. Yeah, yeah. like uh <laughs> I give her to call her Granite, but her name's Garnet. Like Garnet. <laughs> like Granite how Garnet is a much just, like... less impressive thing to be. <laughs> yeah, but like how Garnet uh, can just like see into the future. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. Um, she can see possibilities of the future, which is their way of being like it's not going to solve every issue. Yeah, yeah. Here, here, it's basically like if we do nothing, this is going to happen. Kind of power. Here's another power that you just failed to explain that I didn't ask questions about because it was like <laughs> this probably isn't very important. Why can Steven put things in the lion and then appear other places? So, that's because of Rose. Okay. So, uh, is Rose <laughs> the lion? A, no. The lion is a lion that Rose owned, and this is related to another power they have, which they can actually bring dead people back to life. By spitting on them? No. Oh. <laughs> um, crying, actually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, oh no, he died. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's another. So the other character from when he jumped into the lion and came out, the other guy, the other guy's dead. He died in the show, and oh. Stephen brought him back to life. Not like it was like a, I'm making it sound less like emotional. Animal. It was like a really pivotal scene because like oh. it was just a crazy thing, and like we didn't know that was a power they could do, and like it's not a like easy to use power. They can't just. Everyone's dying. Wait, so was the lion also dead? Most likely. It's a lion. And so it, he can just was... teleport from all the dead people that he's brought back? Yes. Their hair, specifically. Okay. I don't remember it getting explained much. That's just one of the things that I'm just like, yeah. So okay. Steven Universe is the lawful good necromancer, then? Yes, he's the lawful <laughs> good necromancer. <laughs> Lars is like, Steven, we're in space and my lungs are collapsing. He's like, I, I know what to do, Lars. And he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the power to do it. Or strength to do it. Uh, but yeah, um, other powers, I guess, well, again, with Drag Ball, uh, fusions are a very important part of the show. Yes. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I feel like I like them better in this than how Dragon Ball uses them, personally. What do you mean? They spend 15 episodes going fusion, ah, and then it works once. <laughs> Does it work once? Yeah. Do they ever solve stuff? It yeah. only ever works when they it don't It works a handful it of times. <laughs> um, it works a handful of yeah. times. Fusion yeah. is much more, uh, I, I would say it's much more symbolic in this show. It refers to love of many kinds. Sure. Like, you could, uh... So, like, that's, the fusion is basically to become stronger, similar to Dragon Ball, but, like, with more symbolism. Yeah, this is a, this tells the same introspective narrative about oneself that Matrix. <laughs> with the new one? Yeah, tells, except this does it better. Yes! Let's go! <laughs> Let's fucking go! <laughs> uh so uh, that's I think that's every power shape shifting shape shifting. I feel like that's a like to explain that their bodies are made of light. Sure. Yeah. So shape shifting light can shape shift. <laughs> so there we go. There's all that out. Um, they do all this stuff until you reach the uh pivotal scene of 
Spinel runs from the rock concert they had to uh, fuse together Oops. and teach uh, Pearl <laughs> to be independent together. Yes. <laughs> I love that be song independent, too, honestly. As long as we do it together. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, Spinel finally gives her backstory, which is a... It's an interesting one because, like, it doesn't, like, invent a new lore, really. Like, it always, it, it's one of those, like, it always could have been there because it was so, like, unrelated. Yeah. But it makes perfect sense why it would have happened is a really important thing I like yeah. about it. It, weirdly enough, kind of reminds me of uh, they did uh, of an episode of Futurama, actually, with Seymour Butts. <laughs> is that his dog? Yeah, uh, yeah, that was his dog's name. Oh, that episode makes me cry every time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Same here, actually. Why haven't you but, watched Futurama yet? I've watched the what last the, and the first episode. What are you doing? <laughs> I've watched two episodes, the last and the first, in that order. There's eight seasons in between those. <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> I'll fucking Google it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Netflix um, right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's, I, I am aware of that episode. I've seen almost all of it. Like, I would say I'd seen half of it. Um. Um, <laughs> have, have, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, at the basically at the end of that episode, I guess, spoilers for this episode of, was possibly the saddest episode of Futurama is like it's uh he ends up finding his dog in like a fossilized form and they're saying that he could bring that they could bring his dog back and at the very end like it's most of that episode is him dealing with or showing the memories of like whenever he had his dog back whenever he was living in the year 2000 and like how his dog mourned his uh mourned his passing uh whenever he realized he wasn't coming back and everything and then they he looked at, uh whenever they did the carbonating of the dog they found out that uh Seymour Butts had uh, lived until the age of 10 and he's like oh Seymour was only two whenever I had him like he lived a whole life without me and kind of like had this moment of like oh well maybe I should just le- or live and let live because he like he possibly moved on and had new owners and lived a whole life without me and then it goes back and shows uh Seymour at the end of the episode it turns out that for those last eight years of his life he just waited for a cry the entire time yeah and there's a sad song playing and it's super sad like Mm. that is what makes me want to like i don't i know it's not all of futurama and futurama is mostly a comedy i do like really like the thing about how fry was so happy when he is no longer with anyone he liked or like no one (laughs) everyone he knew everyone he knew was dead and he was happy and so and like it looks like they chipped away at that like thought like oh there were people fry would have cared about and did care about Fry ultimately. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I know that one. I know the episode about his brother. That one's also extremely sad. Yeah. Uh, the one about his mom is also super sad, too. Yeah, like, they're... Yeah. That, uh, not to get too far off the path, but we're already there. <laughs> we're, this is this is an episode about me gushing about cartoons <laughs> I like you guys a lot, too, We're, too. we're already in the woods, yeah. so fuck it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Futurama does the thing that I think most great comedies do to where it is extremely funny and clever and smart, but then because it doesn't use those emotional impact moments so often when it does do it it comes out of left field and they do it so genuinely that that's why they work so well yeah that's fair whereas like a drama is drama all the time so it's like even when a big thing happens you're like man that's crazy (sighs) i'm gonna read the paper for me (laughs) like it's it's crazy because you don't have the paper ever (laughs) i know it's every time i watch a drama though just i have to read the paper i'm in the 1940s but, yeah. Put on my top hat, my corncob pipe. But, yeah, um, but yeah, like uh, I feel like wh- how they did it on this show, they did it just as well, except for the fact that I guess Seymour Butts becomes a villain at, in the Steven Universe <laughs> version of this. <laughs> yeah, Seymour Butts came back to life and shot Fry with giant space lasers, <laughs> and also Screaming, wanted to. I waited two thousand years for you. <laughs> yeah, 
I do, I do really love that backstory because it's <laughs> another yeah. really funny thing with the fandom at the time. Like before this, people were like, "Yeah, we're gonna have another villain," and hopefully they're like irredeemable. They're just like a terrible person, and we can all like hate. Her. And then everyone watches it and like, "Oh my god, Spinel, no." <laughs> I mean, that's what, actually what I liked about this villain is, like, it's not so much that she was evil. She was just hurt and angry. because, yeah, like, a lot of the original Steven Universe was deconstructing who Steven's mom was. Because, like, he he was, they talk about it, he was always in his mom's shadow. Yeah. Because, like, to him, she was this great person who, like, saved everything and did so much good stuff. But a lot of Steven Universe is deconstructing that and showing, like, she was a really, really flawed person. Um, to the point where you asked if she was a villain. Yeah, and like I say no, but like there's an asterisk on that note. She's kind of a villain. She she's not a good person, and to be fair, she, her family is Nazis, basically. Huh? What? <laughs> is that what? Her they're dictators. Are? Yeah, is they, that what that they is? They were dictators. They got um undictatored by Steven. <laughs> they got democratized yeah, by they Steven. Got democratized. <laughs> uh, like yeah, like that was the ending of it was like him dismantling the authority and like being like everyone's on equal footing again. Huh. Like do what you want to do. Even though it seems like in the movie they don't really see it that way still. Well, but... it's very new. Like yeah. again, this is 2 years. Like that's not a long time yeah. especially for it's, beings for... that live for thousands and thousands of years. Yeah. But I was going to say, because even towards the beginning, the, uh, I guess, White Diamond mm-hmm. did the whole, like, <laughs> yeah. I, I've been even talking to lesser beings. Equal beings. <sighs> Equal, Equal beings. beings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did we talk about? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, they're, they were just like a ruthless dictatorship. And it wasn't shown in this. What, like, uh, Yellow talked about how she, like, dismantled armies and stuff. Yellow was, like, using the shattered gems to make more soldiers. Huh. And like, it was like body horror in the show. Interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff about the show like, that I don't. That's think... the problem with this show is like you like <laughs> mention all these cool things, and then you're like, and then there's a fucking baseball episode. Yeah, and, like, <laughs> and then there's a fucking baseball episode. <laughs> there's a baseball episode, and then like something that kind of echoes 40k, and then there's an episode about friendship. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what why... this show. I need a cut of this show that is I don't know maybe two seasons long, maybe 20 episodes each. And then, like, the last 12 episodes of the second season gets, like, real serious and plot-heavy. I, so, funny you say that. I genuinely have been thinking about doing that for this for this show in Adventure Time. Because there are really cool shows that I know you would never get to because you don't want to watch stuff that's just, like, the characters doing stuff. I don't want 90% fluff. <laughs> it's it's character building, and it's important to understand <laughs> the motives of the characters. By the way, what I just uh, described there was Gravity Falls. Yeah, <laughs> which is the only cartoon you've ever recommended that I've watched. There was, I trying to remember who it was. There's someone recently who told me like, uh, I guess there's actually a guide online if you ever wanted to watch like Naruto. Like my brother how to, uses that guy. Yeah, I was gonna say how you can actually get past all the fluff because I guess that show's really bad about having filler episodes. And so they're like, this one's a filler episode, but this one's very plot heavy. But this one, or these four are other fillers. But this one is really important to the plot. Yeah, I will say, unlike Naruto, like all the Steven Universe stuff. Is canon. The issue with Naruto's filler is it's stuff they just had to make up while they waited for the the the, <laughs> the manga. The manga. The, yeah. yeah. So any yeah, I I know like I I really want to do that. I don't even know if you would still if you would like them that much, but I think you would be like more interested for sure. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Um. 
Yes. I, mean, I, think that's like, <laughs> I think that's one of those weird things between me and Dry, though. It's like, if you told me, like, hey, I recommend you watch this, like, yeah, I'll try to get to it eventually, but I'm busy a lot. And then Dry is just like, no, you have to convince me. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, it's weird with Jiraiya, because the thing I always think about is, like, when I was like, yeah, I watched Close Enough. I don't think Jiraiya would like it much, but I did really like it, and you did that, too. And Dry's like, yeah, I watched it. I was like, and I didn't like it. I was like, I tell you so many shows I, like, genuinely like and think you would like, too. And you watch, you always end up, like, watching the ones I don't care that much about you watching. <laughs> I think what got him interested is whenever I said, like, yeah, even my mom and my stepdad liked it. Close enough was not what close wanted. enough to what I wanted. It's not a, it's not a plot show. It's, it's just a fun comedy to me. Yeah. Yeah. Which, even, like, a fun comedy, it's some plot stuff for me. Like the, the comedy that I, I mentioned uh, watching a lot of. Sad Boys. Letter Kenny. Um, there's like still plot in that show, and that show is just dumb as shit. But like there's still plot in there to keep me like caring. Uh, anyway, enough about your eyes, weird taste and stuff. Uh, so yeah, um, I, I do really like Spinel's arc as we get back to that. I think it's a really, it's, it is really well done. It doesn't feel like, I, would, I, I guess your eyes more about like opinion matters more in this case i feel like it's not just feel like weird like big drama like i feel like it feels like a good build-up it makes sense <clears throat> um it actually kind of depends for me uh here was another question i had for you is she in yes i wanted it because i remember you had that ask you asked that in fosters yeah she is in steven universe future okay then yeah i think that her plot makes entire sense and it's not just useless for the movie Yes, let's go again. Because, like, yeah. if it ended up being a thing of, like, yeah, she's, like, super featured in this movie, you never see her again, then, like, that's, <laughs> no. like, eh, this makes it kind of feel like she wasn't that important. It, it kind of felt like that at the end. Like, it was it was almost a deus ex machina that happens at the end of this, which I give a lot of crap to our movies that do this, but it kind of makes sense with this one, at least. Yeah. Like, I mean, it didn't come out of nowhere. Like, that was the, at the start, you're establishing that, like, the diamonds are very needy. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, Clingy. Yeah. Which makes sense if you, like, thought one of your favorite people died, and then they're just like, oh, yeah, I'm reincarnated. What's up? <laughs> like, I don't know. That might do stuff to you. Yeah, that might mess with you. Um, that kind of makes me want to show you that movie Beer Fest. We'll see. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, completely different, Robbie. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Another thing I think is executed well and I'm curious about is, like, her, like, uh, I forget the word where you're, like, her like reverting back after like they go back to earth because she's like i guess i'll try to do right for once yeah i i think it really works with her character arc what do you guys think i think it did because once again this is it's not so much someone that was evil someone that was hurt and so it was one of those like she saw a red flag of like oh she's gonna get hurt again and that made her revert back and i honestly see that a lot with like in real life with people is like someone like it seems like they're healing until like this one little thing happens and then it just every all the progress they had with that person just kind of just went to shit. Yeah, I think that this does one of those things that I will praise cartoons for doing so well is it's able to take something very heady and very like out there like a big villain like coming back for revenge and stuff like that. Um and instead of it just being that plot line, it actually is something to teach a lesson to kids or even I think many adults could take away the lesson in this of like being hurt doesn't make you a bad person, and you could even be justified in your pain, but knowing that you're doing this because you're in pain is the important part, and being able to, like, come back from that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and that's kind of, that's what I was saying, my, it was like a weird deus ex machina, because she was saying towards the end, like, that she caused so much hurt, and she's not sure that she could 
deal with the consequences of it afterwards. And like, I kind of thought it was going to go into them kind of her rebuilding after uh, kind of cleaning up her mess that she made. Yeah. But in the end, she just gets taken by the diamonds. Yeah. I have that. Cause like uh, Rebecca sugar actually said that what she wanted people to take from Spinel's arc is it's okay to be a work in progress and you need to want to change and get better. Yeah. So I, I think, think that, yeah, I think they did a fantastic job with that. Okay. Yeah. And I think that's what like, I'll say all the good cartoons do is they put little lessons into their stories that kids can subconsciously take away from. Mm-hmm. I think over time you kind of see uh, the generations, how, what they, the issues that they deal with, yeah. um, how that changes with them. And I think that this is, is one of those cases where like it, yeah. it takes something very heady and very out there and it puts a very human lesson into it. Yeah. Cause like, I think, I, I talk about this a lot where I'll get like, I get kind of mad at people who are always like, oh, cartoons in my day were so good. Like, I think people really like fail to realize how much like how much nuance gets put into cartoons a lot more now. Yeah. Like this, this is a very like it is it is super easy to do this kind of lesson really bad. Yeah, it, it, it super like, is. To where like Spinel just reverts completely back. Like if she just decided no full villain, and then the next season's them fighting her. Yeah, which is like a very easy thing to do, especially for an episodic series. Mm-hmm. But like this is such a it is such an important lesson to like. It's something from BoJack Horseman, a line that I think stuck with me the most that uh, Todd says, which is, "You can't keep doing shitty things and feeling sorry for yourself." You need to be better. Yeah, yeah. And I think that is the lesson here, and I think it's really well done, especially in just how, like, I feel like it's really hard for you to, like, want to hate Spinel when she reverts back. Because, like, it's, you know she's doing the wrong thing, but at the same time, it's because she's in such pain Yeah, that you know she's doing the wrong thing. Yeah. It's not that she wants to do it. In fact, that's, like, Steven doesn't, like, fight the, doesn't beat the shit out of her to, like, make her stop. It's, like, he just sits there to listen. Mm -hmm. Again, another lesson that is very important for kids to take. Yeah, sometimes you don't need to be doing a thing to help. Yeah. Sometimes just being there is what what is the important part. Yeah, and, like, a lesson that, a lesson that Steven Universe is very, like, tells over the course of this thing is, like, you can't always do something to help. Yeah. Because ultimately, a person has to want help. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I I think that it did the lesson part very well. Yeah. I give uh, it very. Uh, I give it quite a bit of credit for that. Yeah. Uh, I I am just glad. Like, it it was kind of fun seeing this after because like I talk about a lot how I have such Marvel fatigue. Yeah. And like this is a very like Marvel plot, but <laughs> yeah. like with a way better villain. I would say. I don't know about that, but... <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think a lot of Marvel villains... Compared to villains, some villains, yeah. Like, I'm not saying this is better than every single Marvel villain. Right, I'm saying, yeah. like, I feel like Marvel has a really bad track record with villains that are just like, oh, it's evil hero. Yeah. It's, it's the hero but the evil version. I think all of Phase 2 is literally just like, they're so evil, look how evil they are, yeah. and they're gone. Yeah, like, <laughs> so, like, this was pretty refreshing, because, again, 2019, like, that was before, like, Endgame, I guess, right? 2019 would have been the year of Endgame. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> I think that that's also one of the reasons why people like um, Black Panther so much, for instance, is the villain in that, like, is a bad person, but he's doing bad things for a good reason. Right. And yeah. that's what makes him very sympathetic. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, I, I do love Spinel, and 
she does get to be a part of the series from that point on like she she like talks to steven again later and like is there to try to help him through his problems after like seeing him have issues i actually am glad to hear that though just because like it seemed like she was going through the process of healing and how her and steven were going to work through it together like oh here's something better okay i'm gonna fuck off now like that's kind of the vibe i got at the end of the movie i mean i don't you guys probably have felt sometimes like you just can't be around certain things when you need to heal. Like, especially yeah, that's like also certain true. people can be very detrimental. For sure. Like, Steven is very important because he did want to help, but ultimately he still is uh, Rose Quartz Pink Diamond's son. Yeah. So, yeah. like, he it's will kind of always like, remind her of Yeah, I was going to say, it'd be the same thing as if, like, you know, you got into, uh, you broke up with somebody, but then you're seeing, you live with somebody who reminds you of that person every single day yeah. yeah so just one of those things um i do on slightly like bringing the like it all back up um, <laughs> bringing the vibe back <laughs> uh, i i actually have what like inspired spinel's backstory it's gonna sound so silly um rebecca sugar had a favorite stuffed rabbit as a kid okay. and she accidentally <laughs> left it in the backyard and it wasn't until, like, six months later that she finally found it, and it was very weathered away and, like, faded from the sun. Yeah. And that was the inspiration for this backstory, and uh, if anyone listening watches Adventure Time, it's also the inspiration for Everything Stays, which is probably one of my favorite songs from Adventure Time. I might show it to you. It doesn't really rely on the okay. show. So, yeah, that's that's where this inspiration came from. It's, like... I, I always love learning stuff like that because it's really fun seeing, like, how people internalize stuff. Because, like, yeah. from outsiders, like, oh, she just left a rabbit. But, like, she it was, like, her favorite stuffed toy yeah, fuck until you, she man. left. Like, she just left it until yeah. <laughs> so, and one day she just came back and it's not the same. Yeah. That's uh, a yeah. inspiration from anywhere. Yep. And one final fun thing, uh, actually related, just it's in the movie. Uh, when he, Steven's giving his speech at the start. You know, like, it'll flip through a lot of places. One of the places it flipped through is the garden. And it's Spinel's leg is right there, front and center. Huh. So that's a real fun thing on a rewatch. Huh. She was there the whole time. <laughs> and, like, it wasn't, like, a random thing. She, It's so cool, like, seeing it. Because, like, it looks like a pillar when, you, <laughs> when you're just flipping through them like yeah. it was. Huh. Interesting. It's actually another thing with Futurama. <laughs> uh, I guess I have to watch Futurama now. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> well, no, it's something that happens in, like, season four or season five that they say, like, oh, like, it seemed like it was, like, a weird plot device of, like, oh, this happened because of this. Uh, apparently, if you go back to episode one, it's in that episode, but you're not you're not meant to notice it at first, but you just, like, see it in a shadow. Hmm. But it's something that they, yeah. I know Dry knows exactly might, what I'm talking about. I might know what you talk about, too, if I know enough lore about Futurama, but, well, uh, I'll say it after, so it's not <laughs> yeah. spoiling people. Um, but, yeah, that is Steven Universe Future. Everything's back, and, again, another important lesson, like, uh, the start, Steven, like, talks about how it's happily ever after, and, like, when everything goes bad, he's like, everything's gone wrong we were almost at happily ever after and the final songs about like there really isn't a happily ever after yeah but it's what you make of it yeah which i actually like that a lot yeah so i think that there in life i think it really falls into that problem of like 
once I get this raise, the things will be better. Once I get the house, the things will get better. Once I get the new car, things will be better. But it's always just the, like one more step of like, once I do this next thing, everything's yeah. gonna be perfect and I'll never have this worry again. But like, it's just it's that lie you keep telling yourself so you can keep pushing forward. I think everybody has that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, I guess I think we're going towards final thoughts now. Uh, I'll also Jariah. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it's good. Um, I don't have any problems with the animation, uh, like I have in some of the previous things you've shown me. <laughs> um, I I like uh how they actually nailed the the lesson of the whole thing. And they didn't just let that diminish or be a a lesser part of it. It was it was all building up for the thing, um, which is what art is supposed to do. It's supposed to teach you something to do or not to do. It's what every piece of written media or visual media is for. It's all to teach some sort of moral lesson in one way or another. Um, and so I'm I'm glad that this nailed it. Um. And in a way that I think kids wouldn't necessarily realize immediately. Yeah. Which is important for teaching kids lessons, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, I think the songs were fun. Uh, if I were to hear them afterwards, maybe they would click for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I don't have any problem with any of the music. Like, there's nothing where I was like, oh, that song sucked ass. That brought the whole thing down. <laughs> um, That's good. So, yeah. <laughs> a little tidbit. Um, you saying that, um, I remember... W- when we were watching Encanto, yes. after you were talking about how they did a lot of like just talking, basically, in the songs, mm-hmm. a lot of people complained about that in this movie. Did you not feel that as strongly? Or was that what you meant when you said we were watching Encanto? No, Encanto was just because of the, the whole plot of like family and then losing powers and stuff. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. No, the thing that bothered me with Encanto with the music is that it felt like... Besides two songs that I really love that I think the internet has kind of attached yeah. to as well now at this point. Um, I just feel like there was, it was too plot heavy. Like mm. literally the first song about being in Family Madrigal in Encanto. Yeah, it was literally is just literally exposition. 10 minutes of exposition song. This one was too. I guess this one just did it better to you. Yeah. Like it didn't feel as in your face of like, Here's I'm to explain the entire yeah. world to you now. Whereas in Encanto, it's like this is what my sister does. This is what my brother does. Like it's real in your face and annoying about it. And yeah. I think in a way that like took away isn't from it. Terribly too. pleasant. It, yeah. it did take away from it. And like I think it's also telling that the two songs that I really really like in Encanto don't really fit with the rest of Encanto. No, they're all, like supposed to be these big parts, but they're not and one of them is arguably even a throwaway song that is yeah. just the fun song of the movie so i don't know in, in the music and in Encanto, besides those two songs it's not like why you see that movie yeah i don't, I don't remember too much that one was kind of well actually you know i'll save it for uh the for <laughs> credits because yeah. we'll probably talk about it yeah um but yeah i was just curious about that because like I don't, it's one of those things when you're on the internet so much negativity piles up so much. Yeah. So it was interesting. Even you guys haven't even seen the show, just like hearing you guys do like a lot of like some aspects of it. Yeah. The only so. thing I get the like only complaint I would have with the songs, which like I don't think is necessarily something that you can hold against the show as an outsider for all of it, is like some of the voice actors clearly are not like vocally trained to sing, <laughs> and like that's fine. It makes me laugh you say that, Jariah. Most of the voice actors are from are like Broadway singers and actual like trained musicians. 
well, I'm going to say they were maybe <laughs> too much in character for some of it. Sure. Uh, I feel like there was like a lot of mumbling and stuff like that, but like it felt like that was their characters. Okay. So like for me, it felt like this voice actor is like really playing her character, <laughs> but like maybe she doesn't know how to sing. Um, <laughs> so maybe there was just too much in character, okay. but like again, it, it didn't like take, away, take right. away from anything. It just felt like they had made a thing that maybe they weren't prepared for. Okay. But I don't think it was like bad in any way. Uh, I would, I would probably give it a seven. Yes. Like it's not something that I would ever like watch again because it's just not like a show that I'm super interested in. Yeah. Unless I get you that no filler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I throw the movie back in there. <laughs> but like, if somebody were to come up to me and ask me about it, I'd be like, yeah, no, you'll pro- probably enjoy it. It's completely fine enough. Okay. It feels like a good children's movie. Okay, Robbie. Once again, um, very bright, very, very vivid in a good way. Uh, for the animation wise, um, had good enough music. I wasn't like, or I guess I'm not like super, super into musicals, but I did like some of the music in this one, some of the musical numbers that they did. Um, I did like the villain. I think that was probably one of the strongest pieces for me was the villain and like the villain arc and everything. Cause once again, it didn't so much feel like super evil villain. It felt as someone who was hurt and in pain and was, um, very much acting out because they were angry kind of thing and then even had like that moment of like what have I done at the end of it once like their that rage subsided. Uh there was some good uh lessons shoehorned in. I think the only one that was like like really kind of forced into it was kind of showing Steven how he was trying to get everyone back the way that they were before and he was trying to be back to the way that he was before, but realizing that that's not important. What's important is who he is now compared to that. That one was yeah. literally just shoved into the face of the audience. He uh, was about to die. To yeah. be fair, <laughs> true, but still, like they're very, they very yeah, no, subtly get, like let you know about you all mean. the lessons, except for that one where it just kind of they kind of spoon feed you that one. I feel like that <laughs> one was kind of for the audience too, because again, yeah. like when you watch something like that, it's really easy to forget where you started. Yeah, and I think that's what they're trying to say is like you know this is how the show started off, but this is where they're at now because the characters grew and changed as it went along. Like I, mm. I do get that, but they do they very they literally just say it. Yeah, on there. I got you. That's fair. Which honestly is fine. Like uh storyline wise, like I feel like towards the beginning I was kind of like and it's going to be a very children e story. <laughs> uh it got better as time went along. It kind of pulled almost the same curtain over my head that uh Big Hero 6 did. Mm. Cuz that was the same thing with me is like I kind of walked in that like, "Oh, this is going to be a super Disney movie." And then like it just got better and better as it went along. And this one kind of had that same vibe. Big Hero 6 has that thing of, like, it's a weird mix between a Marvel and a Disney movie. Yeah, it, it very much starts off as a Disney movie and then ends as a Marvel movie. Yeah. Uh, and it was one of those, like, I wasn't sure how much I was going to like that movie when it first came out, but at the end of it, I was, like, super sold on it. Uh, th- like, so this one kind of pulled that same curtain over my head. Um, it, I was kind of on the fence on, like, trying out the show. I think I'm a little bit more into watching the show after seeing the movie. I've... What about after I told you it's, like, Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> so here's another question okay the last question probably <laughs> maybe um the first episode you said is 54 or the first season is 54 episodes long yeah it's a weird one is that every season no are they much shorter the rest are a much normal uh 26 okay i mean and again so if i am remembering correctly this is a it's the 54 with the asterisk being 54 half episodes. Oh, 11 minutes? Of, so a lot of okay. them are 11 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But yeah. I guess since it's so much like Dragon Ball Z, I guess I should also ask the question, what gems do they have to gather in order to get a wish? 
Well, all right. So. <laughs> There's an answer to this? <laughs> no, kind of. Well, I just... <laughs> so it's complicated. Let me get on. Yeah. No, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I uh, mean, that's good. All in hear. all, though, like, I, I thought it was an enjoyable experience. Like, this is something, you know, I, I'd show a kid and be pretty okay with it. I'll give it an 8 out of 10. I enjoyed yes. myself watching it. I think that, that you just hit on something there that is kind of important for, like, a cartoon. Yeah. Like, these, like... I would feel extremely fine letting my nieces and nephews oh, yeah. watch this. Oh, yeah, 100%. Whereas in like a lot of cases, I'd be like, it's kind of questionable. Like, Why are you fucking watching these weird babies go down this slide all the time? Well, it's not even so much that. It's so much so like I would show this to my nephew, and I would be okay watching it with him. I'd yeah. be okay with like you know sitting down the entire family to watch this movie. Sure, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but Jariah, you can't show this to your niece and nephew. It's gay. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Actually, fuck no, no, obviously kidding. Um, yeah, no, I think that that is also like very important to tell the future generation of like it's okay to be whatever you want. Yeah, that, yeah. I think that is a very important aspect because, like, funnily, uh, I talked about how I got unfairly kind of cut short. Um, that's because it was gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was pretty gay. Uh, I mean, to be fair, like, there's a like lot of a, things that I don't mean that in a derogatory. Yeah. I mean, it's literally <laughs> like, pretty <yeah>. gay. <laughs> but I was gonna say, like, uh, nothing derogatory against. Steven Universe, but I was going to say, like, whenever me and Dry were growing up and we were kids, like, there's a lot of things because it was gay got canceled because, like, mm-hmm. think about the children. Yeah, children think. can't know that uh, it's okay to be yourself in those ways. No, uh, you got to be exactly what your parents were. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah. like, in the last season, there was a wedding. Be- like, uh, oh. character Garnet, if you know, she has wings or wings of rings. Rings. No, I did not notice that. <laughs> no, she has rings on. Um, Ruby and Sapphire got. Married in the in the actual series, oh, so they do they like split apart sometimes, or is it yeah, just like uh, like every now and then? It's very uncommon because again, okay. like uh, their f- fusion symbolizes really deep love. Like <laughs> okay, like the, it's like one of the strongest things. Um, a thing that they say a lot in the series is like the more like uh kind of together a character is, so like Garnet is like looks like a normal gem. Yeah. Other than having three eyes, uh, <laughs> that symbolizes how like a how good a match they are essentially. <laughs> so like if you notice, some of the other fusions will have like multiple arms and stuff. Yeah. So like it's one of those things. So it's like Garnet's like one of the best examples. Of, like she has a really healthy relationship. I like that. Very much a symbolization of two hats making making a whole. Yeah. Okay. But um, every now and then they'll split apart. Um, there's like one mini arc, I guess, like a five episode arc where like. There's a big thing that causes them to want to split apart again. And like not like in a melodramatic way, like it it's like a really big scene and one of them just really wants to focus on their career and it's yeah, just not going um, good for the race. Sapphire <laughs> is really wanting to become a lawyer and <laughs> has to move to another city. It's a whole thing. No, it's not <laughs> it, it's like a much more like uh again, bombastic because it's a very Yeah. It's a yeah. show. It's a cartoon, but like yeah, like so they do split apart every now and then. Um I told you that like it was a it wasn't like new that they were a fusion, but it was a reveal in the first season. That's the first time you see them apart is the first season and you don't know it's Garnet. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, cuz like that's like we didn't know that she was a fusion. Like people guessed just cuz of like the eye and whatnot. Well, that and like she has two gems, which is very uncommon. Yeah. But like uh people were like it was like a big thing cuz like uh, Garnet's like poofed 
it's again one of like the first times you see like a big poof especially guardian who's like the big one like the strong one yeah and like uh they're put in a prison and like steven finds ruby on her own mm-hmm. and doesn't know who it is and then ruby's like i gotta find sapphire and he's like uh what okay I'll help you find her, I guess. <laughs> Until, like, when they fight each other, they fuse again. And he's like, what? You're a fusion? It's a, <laughs> That's fun. It's a funny line. After that, Gar's like, I was going to save it for your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's yeah. Good. That's a good way to um, reveal that. Yeah. Uh, it's spoiled for you now, unfortunately. Yeah. For, that's, that's fine. But that's fine. I don't know. If, even if I get you that thing, I don't know if you would want to sit down the whole. <laughs> no. uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it helps that that first season is probably a lot of filler and only 11 episodes per episode. But yeah. Or 11 minutes per I would, episode. I would have a tough time deciding what's, like, filler filler and what's, like, you need this to, like, understand where the character arc because, is going. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, that's a whole other thing. Uh, if you listening have a good idea <laughs> of how to, like, split up the filler from Steven Universe, go ahead and contact me personally <laughs> at the last ones in podcast. At <laughs> Just put, like, 4E, Jiraiya, don't look. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I'll finish us off. Um, full disclosure, huge bias, obviously, obvious huge bias. Um, not as huge a bias as Ed and Eddie, <laughs> but a very huge bias. And you know, uh, Rebecca Sugar actually was a big fan of Ed and Eddie, so maybe that's why I like Steven Universe. No, um, <laughs> that is the true fact, actually. But well, I, I feel like every you, you said it's a tree, so I feel like everybody was kind of inspired by Ed and Eddie at some point. Kind of, yeah, Ed and Eddie was. A, I didn't think it was a weird one because it was kind of disconnected from like who like the people who worked on it. Like Danny Antonucci didn't actually end up doing anything, and I don't think anyone who was on it and Eddie shifted much. It's weird. It was, it was in Canada. Is probably a big reason why. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Anyways, okay, um, huge bias. I love Steven Universe, despite how negative some of the discourse about it gets nowadays. I still un- unabashedly love it. Yeah. And. I think it's going to be still heralded as one of, like, the best uh, cartoons from this era. And through its many faults, I will say it does, of course, have faults. But it is an amazing show. And while this isn't a review for the show as a whole, it, it really is for me. Um, I think Spinel is such an amazing character. I think it's one of the best villains in, like, a recent movie I've watched. Um, I've been watching a lot of Disney movies, so that's why. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's just it's it's great. Like I, I have learned maybe watch a bit of the show before you watch this if you want to watch it. Yeah, but yeah, maybe yeah. Genuinely, I think it is a great movie. Um, animation buffs, you'll love the animation in this. It makes great use of the rubber hose animation in ways that it wasn't really intended to be. Like. The fight scenes are really fun in this, like watching Spinel use her stretchy powers. They're wacky. Yeah. Uh but yeah, uh I'll give it I'll give it a nine. Not not ten as at and Eddie, because of course no movie is at and Eddie's big picture. <laughs> not a single one of them. Um the nine, like I couldn't like specify what Doc did that point, but like I, I, I do love this movie. Like a nine's an amazing score to give something. Uh don't be too surprised if it ends up in my top movies at the end. Who knows what we'll watch this year, of course. Yeah, yeah. actually. Like, uh, I, I definitely expected some of the movies I brought last year to end up in my top three, and it didn't, and only one did. <laughs> and that one was the masterpiece known as Ed and A's Big Picture Show. Of so, course. 
yeah uh that that will bring this to a close so thanks everyone for listening uh always appreciate you guys yeah um if this is uh thank Jariah for letting me bring another weird cartoon movie hi that's me you're welcome uh <laughs> thank Robbie for uh be- being on my side I wasn't sure if Jariah would be or not uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> no um Unlike some people, I don't just assume someone's going to hate things immediately. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know who would do that. I'm I a don't, terrible I don't person. Know. <laughs> Sounds like an A lot awful of glaring person. at me right now. Try <laughs> <laughs> does it way more than you do for yeah. me, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, once again, thanks so much for listening. Uh, it means the world to us. Uh, if you guys would like to get a hold of us, Jariah, how shall they do so? You can do that at the last ones in podcast at gmail.com. Again, that is the last ones in podcast at gmail.com. Send us your favorite cartoon movie. Yeah. Ooh, I, I probably I have a list of ones I'll do, and who knows if they'll work or not, but I'm going to goddamn try. <laughs> yeah. Um. Or you can find our socials and some other places to listen to us. If you follow our link tree, which is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash L-O-I-P. And it takes you to some of our stuffs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So with that, Robbie, why don't you take us out of here? So I know I've been saying this a lot, but it's still very prevalent in this day and age. If you're going to go out and about, please be kind to one another and please be safe. Make sure to stay six feet apart. Wear a mask when you're out in public. Wash your hands for at least 20 seconds. Get vaccinated if you can. It's more important now than it's ever been. But if not, (laughs) make sure to stay home, stay alone, stay alive. And whether this is the first time you've listened to us or you've been listening since the very beginning, thank you for listening. Thank you guys so much. much. I would say it's a a pretty good start for a new year for the show. Yep. Keep, keep, wait till next New Year's where I bring another cartoon movie. <laughs> I, I just thought that was a funny coincidence. Yeah. That, that. <laughs> it worked out. I'm just going to keep going down the list of my favorite animated shows and just like <laughs> next year will be like my fourth favorite. <laughs> my third favorite doesn't actually have a movie. <laughs> um, yeah. So our next episode will be our 100th official last ones in episode. So we have. The last ones that go to the movies, and we have our post credits. If you ones look, take a shit. All those. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think I posted that one. Oh. That was weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you look at like our actual episode count, it's like one eighty three, one eighty four, something like that. But that's not like the actual show. That's like yeah. a bunch of side stuff and yada yada. But yeah, we're gonna hit the big one o. Oh, plus o. <laughs> Ten One. plus zero is still ten. Oh no, <laughs> we're uh, going back. We're watching. <laughs> I have no clue what we watched for the tenth. <laughs> Home Alone. <laughs> no, that was the second. Oh. Third? Forrest Gump was second. first. Yeah, Forrest Gump, but that was technically two up. No, no, no. no the Prime first one. Evil. Yeah, Prime yeah, Evil yeah. was the first one. Then it was. Then it was Forrest Gump, which was two parts for some because we were trying that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And then it was Home Alone. <laughs> this isn't relevant to the people listening, though. Not at all. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're going <laughs> to hit the big 1,000. <laughs> um, yeah, so I like I said, I have a couple of ideas what I want to do with it. I don't. I'm I'm not sure if I want to try and like, emotionally hurt people or if like I want to physically hurt people. <laughs> um I have two different ideas and I'm not I'm still I'm I have both of them planned out but I'm still not sure which one I'm going to go with when the day comes. Um he'll flip a coin on that day. It might come to that actually. 
So we'll see. It will either be very emotional and like a strange, like, why is this 100? Or it's going to be like, oh, hey, that's fun. Uh, so, so we'll see. So um, look forward when Jiraiya shows us the Smurfs 2, Smurf in action. <laughs> that's when I want to physically hurt you. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you, everybody. Hope you enjoyed all of our, our holiday stuffs. And uh, hope you enjoyed this episode and hope you have a good start of your year so far. Uh, thanks for sticking with us. Have a great one out there, everybody. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. That's right. You've heard the podcast. Bye.